And it's Wednesday night at 8.08 p.m. And it's Simcha Cohen on the Ask Dr. Simcha Hour. And we're here. It's cold outside. It's getting cold. And the winter's here. And we are getting ready for Hanukkah because it's almost a month away. Less, actually, less than a month away. And I had uh, some questions I wanted to, I wanted to uh, pose a few questions. Something came up, and it was uh, something that I was wondering. This is the story, and I want to hear what you have to say about this. Okay, a kid has a 98 average on his tests, but he misbehaves a lot. And the teacher gives him an 85 on his report card. Is that correct or is that not correct? I'd, I'd like to hear your opinions on that. Call in number is 718-683-5858. 683-5858. You want to text is 347-927-8398. And uh, I'd like to hear your opinion. I mean, I heard two sides. Some people say, some people say uh, that uh, it, is, it is all right. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. So I always like wonder that. Is it really fair to to lower people because they're misbehaving? But on the other hand, how else should a teacher like show the child that they're misbehaving? Well, see that that's that's the question. How else should they show the child that they're misbehaving? But isn't behavior shouldn't behavior be dealt with separately? And if a kid is really smart and achieves in school. Should they be penalized, and what their their uh, what the academics can bring them because they're behaving, or is behavior a part of learning? I don't know. That's a good question. I, well, think... I think no, in a way. But my school did something very smart. They used to give like the actual mark, and then they would give let's say uh, a mark in Darcharatin or in behavior. Right. That that's the way I think it should be done. I think it should be done. I also think that. They should emphasize how the grade should look in the achievement level of what a kid can achieve if they would really get. So I think they should put the average, and then they should put the reduction based on behavior. Thanks for calling. Great, great, great. No great problem. Answer. Thank you for your show. I really Bye-bye. enjoy it. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, hello? Yeah, Hi. Yeah, you, you ever heard the saying "Mali Shmita Lahar Sinai"? Yes. Yeah, so it's the same thing over here, Mali Shmita Lahar Sinai. You know, there's no sheikhs to one another. What, what, <laughs> uh, so let me ask you, you a question. What do you mean? You, you How do you say you, there's no sheikhs to one another? Because a grade's a grade and behavior's behavior. It's the teacher's fault that he's not controlling the student, and he has to take repercussions to it. So if he's not if he's not doing anything about it. Then, then you can't take down his grade. His grade is academic. Is oh. how how high is his academic skills? So let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. A person who's brilliant but is a behemoth, how far do you think they're going to get in life? But Hanami, so are we educating kids on life, or are we just making sure that they have knowledge? You're right. But okay, that's, so that's the point. A report card. A report card is on your academic. Grades. So would you say would you say that they should separate the two and they should show the academics? This is a ninety-seven, but if you apply this the way you're applying it, you could probably achieve an eighty. Yeah, I think yeah. that's I think that's the answer. But it is it is no that, especially when it comes to kodesh, because you can't a person cannot integrate kodesh if they're if they're out, if they're acting like a behemoth. You're right. You're thanks right. thanks okay. for it your call. Be, it should be known. It can't just... You can't ignore it. It's great. They're going to be taken off. But one thing that you did say, which I think is very important, I want to emphasize, if a teacher needs to view it as their goal to engage and excite the students, and some students that are not engageable, so a teacher should not give a reduced grade because they're taking it personally. And, You're right. Yes, for sure. Okay. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, you're on the air. All right, one second. In a minute, in a minute, okay. in a minute. Hello, you're on the air. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
I think that uh, I think that it's not to teach up to the teacher what the mark is. The mark is whatever the kid got. He can have a different column to write how he behaves. Mark is up to the teacher. I mean, the mark is up to the kid. Whatever the kid does, that's the mark. Uh huh. But but so so, a kid, a kid's grade on a test shouldn't be reduced because of behavior. No, it's not. Behavior is totally different thing. So what but he did, you but, can't you can't switch what he did. Right. What if he doesn't behave? If he doesn't behave, then write someone else who doesn't behave. But there should be. But there should be a grade on behavior, right? Right. So I think that everybody's saying the same thing. See, my my thing is that I think that if if a kid and the person called before said that a kid studies and is able to do well academically, you don't want to take that away from them because that's a very good thing and can't be ignored. You don't want to take that away from them, but you want but you want them to understand that they also have to behave. Right. So that's why you have another phone. Another Right, right, I agree. Now I, I if I I would think and I would wonder if a kid did really well in school and got ninety fives and ninety sixes and ninety sevens and then they got an eighty on the report card, I would think that the kid would really be upset and then maybe they wouldn't want to study anymore. Right. They'd say, What's what's it worth? What am I killing myself for? The the other thing is the other thing is that kids, not every kid behaves naturally. I happen to have been a very playful kid. I like to play. I didn't behave naturally. But when I started doing well in school and I started feeling like I was getting good grades, I started feeling better about myself, that motivated me to behave because I felt more involved. Anyways, great point. Thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Laser Diamond. Laser Diamond. It took you too long to call. I was waiting for your call. How are you? Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Thank you, sir. Okay. You should have yourself I, a wonderful, I wonderful a pro- night. I have a problem. I get very sensitive too fast. That's not a problem. That's a good thing. You have to learn Why? how to control your sensitivity. But people who are insensitive have a problem. We but have I to learn how to... It's not, c- c- it's not healthy for the blood. Yes, but we have to control our sensitivity, and we can't get out of control with it. But being sensitive is an extremely important part of life. Hashem wants us to be sensitive. I try my best. Okay. We love you because you're sensitive. Uh, Okay. Take care, Dr. Thank you, you too. Take care. Regards. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi. Hi, I just want to thank you for the show, and a mazel tov to the Deutsches. Okay, first of all, you're welcome for the show, and mazel tov to whoever, and anybody else gets a mazel tov. Thank you for calling. Bye. Thank you for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, me? Yeah, yeah, you. How you doing? Okay, um, I want to tell you a thing. Today, I saw a thing in my class that a kid started talking, and... And my rabbi, he was in a bad mood. He just shot him 200 words like nothing. And it's the first time in the year that anyone is getting an assignment from the class. And the rabbi, the rabbi was in a very bad mood during the year, too. How and do you it's know? the okay. first time after three, after three months of school. And other kids were much worse than that kid. And he just shot him 200 words like nothing. And because the rabbi is in a bad mood, he doesn't have to shoot like crazy 200 words. Okay, so two things I want to tell you. First of all, I admire you that you're worried about the next kid. That, that's, that's, that's nice and it's interesting. But I would like to tell you, first of all, I want to ask you, how do you know the Rebbe was in a bad mood? How could you tell? Because uh, I, I have a friend of mine, I'm not going to mention names. He likes laughing. And when I start laughing, I can't stop. You know, there's people that yes, have problems I, I know laughing, people like that. can't stop laughing. It's true. And he's like, 
for you to stop laughing, I'm going to give you this ramen. And I explained him, I can't stop laughing. This kid makes his faces for me. And he was screaming. He was like saying, if you guys are not going to learn this Mishnah, you guys are not going to go home till you know it. And he's not usually like that. He's a good rap, Rabbi. So, he's so, not usually tadik, like that. Tadik. First of all, first of all, two, two pieces of advice. First thing is, it sounds like you realize that you have this condition, which is a real thing. I know people that have it. It's not your fault. If you if you get laughing, you can't stop laughing, and it's a real thing. It's not something you can control, and I know that. But if you have such a condition, then you have to understand, though, that people who don't understand it can really react poorly to it. Because if a Rebbe who's trying to control class sees a kid laughing in his face, so he feels like you're machen chayzik from him. He feels that you're laughing at him, and so the more you're doing it, the angry he's getting. So, yeah, so wait, 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 wait. He knows that I'm laughing, but, and he but, understands but, me. But Sadiq, Sadiq, Sadiq. It's very me, hard. You it's, see, I'm looking at you, but, and you're laughing in my face. He doesn't tell me that because he knows that that kid is making faces to me and stuff. But, but, but you still, but you, you have to understand it doesn't matter, even if, let's say, I accidentally get embarrassed. Let's say, I'm going to give you a funny example. Let's say somebody passes by and, 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 and accidentally spritzes mud all over me, and I'm standing up in front of a whole class of people, and it was an accident. And he didn't mean to do it. I'm still embarrassed. I'm still embarrassed. And if the kid's laughing, if someone's laughing, I'm embarrassed. Even though I can't blame them for laughing, but it's embarrassing. So when Rebbe sees a kid laughing and it's continuing, and so even if he realizes that the kid's not doing it from a bad place, his experience at that time is that he was embarrassed. And it was, uh, it was disrespectful to him. So once again, let me finish my thought. So I would, this is the way I would sum it up for you. I think that... I understand your position, but I understand the Rebbe's position. Instead of being angry about it, I would try and explain to the Rebbe, first of all, apologize that you didn't mean to embarrass him. You didn't mean to be disrespectful. And the most important thing is make a plan that if you feel yourself getting like that, to just excuse yourself and walk out of the classroom. I assure you, if you go to the bathroom, there's not a lot to laugh about in the bathroom. And so you look at a few toilets for like five minutes, and then you'll calm down. But 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 don't you can't blame him. Maybe if you explain it to him, then you'll realize that then he'll realize and he'll give you off. But I I can't blame him for having such a reaction. Because the, the yeah, last man, thing but... I gotta tell you is, Rebbe's and Mora's are human too. I understand that, but the thing is, I I also understand him because he's upset that our class. When it comes, you know, sometimes after Mincha, we have Mincha. We have fun by Mincha, you know. We, we don't have to learn, you know. Everyone, it's a normal thing that kids like to be out of class. And so I understand we don't learn, we don't actually listen to them when we come back. So he thinks that I'm laughing and, and trying to disturb. That's it. So you have to explain it to him, that's all. And also, all right. um, today I came into... Yesterday, we'll start with yesterday. Yesterday, I had to stay detention. Okay. And I, 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 I get to a mice. It sounds like you have a labor dick life. You have a reason for it. It sounds like you have a labor dick life. You know, Tzadik, I love to talk to you, but I need to give someone else a chance, okay? Yeah, but it's very fast. And he let the other kids go from detention because they answered a math question. A kid needs to say detention. He's not allowed to go if he answers a math question. It doesn't make sense. If, if he lets him go for a math question, I have the full right to escape too. I, 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 listen, you know what? I'm not going to judge a teacher in this situation. I'm not going to judge on math questions, not math questions. I hear you got... Yeah, yeah, what I would do is I would focus on yourself and what you need to do, and hopefully you won't get into these situations. Thanks and hopefully you answer the math question. It's not, you know, not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. They think the, the rabbi has the right to do what is on laws, what he wants. I think so too. Okay. So too. Good. Good All right. Thanks okay, a lot. Thank you. thank you. We have we have two texts. Someone says. I think the teacher should be should uh, should have marked him according to his effort. Well, that's that's what the teacher said he was he was doing, 
But uh, there should be separate grades. And someone said that's that's true. That's true. Okay, we have a caller. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi um, I just wanted to mention um, that I felt that the grades should be mixed with behavior because look at the flip side of the child um, is a very behaving very well and participates or even doesn't participate but is a very good kid. Um, but does not do very well academically to be marked as such. Okay. Okay. So, so I, you I know, I that meals are a very important thing. So I feel like it's more important that it should be mixed that way. If he doesn't do well, that his grades should show that he achieved higher. Um, you know. I I, I hear what so you're much. saying, but I but I I would I would wonder if a if a shara in the middle would be to give two grades. And a comment indicating how the behavior affects affects the grade. I have a problem with academics and knowledge being a criteria, the only criteria, because the the encyclopedia of words from the Gemara, which is a, a, a well known book, was an unbelievable piece of knowledge. But it was written by a non-believer, so it's worth nothing. It, 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 it's it's not it's not a sefer, it's not a sefer kodesh. It's a book. Then it, 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 it sits there. It, people use it if they have to, but because the person didn't integrate the 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 depth and the essence of what Torah stands for, so therefore it's not worth anything. But if a person has to, has to understand, he cannot just be the smartest kid in the class and spit out knowledge and then and then misbehave. I think that that's something that needs to be emphasized. So I had one point that I wanted to say, which I'd like to shoot out there as my answer, which is it depends what type of misbehavior. Okay, there's misbehavior which is spilling around, which is a kid laughs a little bit and don't, and then there's disrespect. If a kid is coming in with disrespect to the whole classroom, the whole learning experience, and disrupts the class, the place where the teacher, the Rebbe, is not able to be a Rebbe, and then the kid goes and gets 90s and 100s, so the kid is not being sensitive to the rest of the class, and he may be brilliant, but the rest of the class is suffering because he's destroying the class, and he's being chutzpahdik. That's a kid that needs to understand the weight and the ramifications of what he's doing. But kids that just misbehave because they're, they're goofy kids, I think they have to have separate grades and, and, and indicate, okay, you know, your behavior needs, you're talking too much, you're fooling around too much. Um, th that's how I would divide it. I, I would add to this. Okay. Okay, so I, I would add. They're like this, first of all, I would change the report card. She had total gender report card. I would say that section of one section is test, examined. You know, what do you get in the test? Now, for example, you talk about misbehaving class and talking about the coordinate between the, you know, be a disrespect to the Rebbe. But I, I would say like this. I would also separate it between Limude Chol and Limude Kodesh. Meaning what in the Limude Kodesh, I don't see much disrespect or something to the to the to that uh, rabbis but in the limited hall we see a lot and this is coming from few different routes as we know yes uh it's one of the, the approach of the of the school to the to the to the limited hall and the approach of the the what kind of the teacher and sometimes you find a lot of teachers that disrespect the students and this is what create the disrespect so it's not it's not easy to to be teaching in in especially in our system the yeshiva that limude hall is afternoon after all day that he comes right. so it's not easy but again this I I would definitely change the the system of the report card and the system and I put uh, more emphasis about the behave that exam and you know test is very important. But we spoke about it. Numbers doesn't say nothing. 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 And I, I, I know. Remember myself as a kid. I, I, I was satisfied with sixty. 
I just, thought I thought fifty fifty percent was pretty good. Yeah. Fifty one was a majority. Yeah, I just I I you know I I I I was exp- you know I just passed. Okay, just I, passed. I have to tell you, I didn't you, care about you know really I didn't care about. I have to tell you that when I and I, this is a story for my whole life when I was taking chemistry in eleventh grade, the teacher was starting Regents Review, and he said, Cohen. You ha- you can have the next three weeks vacation because you're not gonna pass the regents anyways. <laughs> I was so insulted and I was so embarrassed. He was right, but I was so embarrassed. So I got up, and I said, "I said I'm gonna pass the regents whether you like it or not." And he said, "Over my dead body." So I walked out of the classroom, and I got a stomachache because. There was no way I was going to pass the Regents. I really wasn't doing well. I went. I asked my sister. She bought me Regents Review books. I studied like crazy. I got a 65. I found out from my principal, he graded the test three times. I really got a 70. He graded it again till he can get it down to 65. And the principal did not let him take it lower. So for me, that 65 was Nitzachon. I won. I walked over to him. I said, I kept my part of the deal. Now you keep yours. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you see, this is something, that, uh, again, we all have a kind of bad and good memory about this kind of issue. Right. I, had, I had a teacher that uh, I passed. She sent me, I'm not joking, three times to the CIQ test, you know, the, the, the test of it. And... You know, you cannot you cannot copy on this test, right? You can't. You, you cannot. No way to cheat, cheat on it. You cannot cheat on this because it's it's already something. Uh, it's, it's yeah, it's an intelligence test. It's intelligence, and I, <laughs> she couldn't believe to the results. Okay, the in the end, she asked the person that sit sit next to me, the the the, the tester, you know, sit next to me, and I, I said the tester after I passed everything, I said, I said, what she want from your life. Right. What you want for your life, and then the end of the the year come, and you know this is was in Israel was supposed to be, uh, if you get a good result and a certain test, you get a scholarship to the high right. school. It wasn't free. It was a, a very important to my family, and I got very high scholarship. I didn't wow. know. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know that you know, and then she come and we sitting my mother rest in peace me next to my mother. And she takes the, the, you know, the test on her end, and she's talking about like 15 minutes. How is not so important to pass the test? And I was sure that I'm fa- failed. failed. I'm sure it's nothing. Don't it's not. It doesn't show nothing about it. And it's not, no, no, you know, all this with all the powerful. And I said that. And me and my mother was in peace, you know, just was keeping smiling. I said, and then, and then she took the test and she threw it on the table. So what if you pass? This was, you know, I'm telling you. It's disgusting. The, really disgusting. And I, I just, you know, I think like, it's a very, very strong in my, in my memory about it. That, uh, you know, numbers is really nothing. It really it's is It's really nothing. And I saw... You know, so many kids. You know, our life passing. Really, well, what happened to them? The ninety that the, the teacher loved them and the caring of. Oh, I have so many and stories. I, I want to tell the kids, Bermet, do your ishtadlut. You don't learn for the teacher. You don't learn for your parents. You learn for yourself. That's right. You learn for yourself because everything, every drop of knowledge. Is for your benefit. And you know what? And Hashem created everybody the way they are, and they have their role and their job in life. You know, my father, my father, he tell a joke, my father always told him that this, they needed a shamash in the shul. So the guy comes, he applies for the job. So they ask him, could you read and could you write? He says, I can't read, I can't write. So I'm sorry that you can't be the shamash. So he goes to another town, he buys something, he sells something. He goes, becomes a big merchant. Before you know it, he's a millionaire. He buys and sells, okay? He comes back to the town and they're they're dedicating the big, big ceremony. So they said to him, they said, if you you applied to be the shamash, 
you couldn't even read and write. Could you imagine what you would have achieved in life if you could read and write? He said, yeah, if I could read and write, I would have been your shamash. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's, a, that's the, a... The fact is that that I, I there was a man that used to support Mirkazo Torah. He couldn't read. I want to tell you, I met I met one in Mexico, a billionaire, really. I, I wouldn't mention his name. We sit in his in his office in the 17th floor in Mexico City, all around glasses. We discuss, and he said, I don't know how to talk English, nothing, only Spanish and a little bit Arabic because he comes from Syria. And I said, he told us, really, I go to China, and you go, jump, 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 jump. I don't understand nothing. And I used to sign with my finger. Right. I learned how to sign now, but he said, you know, Akadosh Baruch Hu, that's it. Open. It's all Hashem. And it's all Hashem. And this is And there's this one guy, I just last story, he's a guy. He went to every he went to Wharton's. He went to all these Tony Robbins courses. He knows Tony Robbins by heart. And he goes insane. He says he goes to Walmart. He sits there the perfect pitch. He practiced for four months. Some guy come in and talk to him like this. He show him like that. He know English. And he makes the sale. He goes, <laughs> I haven't made one sale. <laughs> he goes, but the guy comes in. He's got a plaid shirt. And he, his pants don't even match. He's got sneakers. And but he shows about and he makes a sale. Uh, you know, it, it, it just reminds me that I, 90, I came to America, really, with my broken English. But, my... but just to say, so I said, because where were you at 8 o'clock in the morning? He said, I'm sleeping. I said, where was he? Learning to. Praying. Yeah. <laughs> the Syrians ago, yeah. they pray. I want to tell you something. Tell I, 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 come, I come to the, this, and somehow, you know, the will turn, you know, I, I, I was good in Israel, my profession. I don't, and somebody, I don't know how come. I did some kind of medical office, and they saw it hospital, Staten Island University Hospital. He called me to uh, the CEO of Staten Island. I said, uh, we want to build a satellite of, of uh, Staten Island. Okay, do you want to do it? I said, yeah, definitely. I want to do it. You know, definitely, you know. So, okay, give us some plan. You know, I really, I, I can show you the plans. I'm not joking. It was a, such a sketch on a piece of paper. And the contract was that I will build the office nicer than the office, the other one. A big contract, a big contract. I built it over there. All all the plans was on my head, and I built it. Was beautiful office. It's wow. amazing. And I tell you, it's not me, the Kadosh Baruch Hu. Totally, you know, it's Baruch. a Kadosh Baruch Hu. It's nothing. Totally. It's really nothing. You know, just nothing to do with me. Nothing. It's and, and it's, 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 it's okay. We have a hi. You're on the air. I'm sorry you had to hold for so long. We were schmoozing. How are you? Hello. 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 What I do is a kid in my class is a talented, and if I touch on my desk, he just gets mad at me. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't understand your question. Is there a kid in your class that, that what, <laughs> what do they do? A kid in my class. If I don't see about stick to the kids in my class, and he gets mad at me. Okay. Okay. Tough. Okay. So you make fun of yourself. That's the best way. And you know look, what? Listen. Look. Look at the mirror and make fun of yourself. This is. I, you I, have a good I, laugh about it. You know what? It's it's okay. Yeah. If you got your jollies, that's okay. But um, <laughs> you'll make us laugh. Yeah. <laughs> we really don't mind. Um, but 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 the thing is like this: that that we we need to understand that it says Mashpil game, Magbia Shefalim. And we say that every day. You know, I was thinking, I have every day, I have this thing I do. I'm starting to write it down. And oh, every day there's one pasuk from tefillah that, that, that like stands out to me. It just, I'll be reasoning yeah. something because every it's day I'm in a different it, mood. Yeah, it's really amazing. You know, you read it. Um, every day, but every day a different yes. thing will come out to me. And so I'll, sometimes I'll stray, sometimes yes. I'll look at, and, and, and if I'm, I'm, sometimes I'll see, today I was looking at the progression of, of the halalukas, how it go, how, 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 how it all ends up from the olam and from the biryot and then and then, and then the, the shamayim and the aretz and then eventually it's all it's all kali But 
It doesn't say Higbia, doesn't say Hishpil, doesn't say he did it. Every day, this is the function of Hashem. He does it every day. This is how he works. If a person feels that they're Shafel, they feel that they're in a bad place, Hashem's going to be there to pick you up because this is what he does. It's Hoveh. It's yeah. now. You know, I, I one very, you know, this in this Mirot in the morning, we said like this, you know, few, and, and like one of these, Mechabesh Latzvotam, you know? Right. Mechabesh Latzvotam. What does it mean, Mechabesh Latzvotam? Bandage as, as a sadness. Right. You know, think about it. It's, ama- it's amazing. It's amazing. That's how, how this go to the psychology, the psychology of you know this the per, of, right. of the human. When you have where we are sadness, you cannot just go and uh, pull it peel, out. peel it off. You just put some cream, put you something, bandage, you know, right. give bandage, you know, give a good word, give give the smile, and it's make you different. That's right. You know. That's right. That's... And and the the rest of this is like this. Um, yeah, meaning, no, you're talking about right. the os, okay, the, the, the uh, courage to the os, and a legs for the men. It's supposed to be opposite, right? Right, right, right. Why, uh, you know, what is this? So they said, Akadosh Baruch Hu don't want, it doesn't want us to be horses, he want to be the women. We, we, right. we have to use our gvot, our courage. Not the legs, and the horse is not expecting the horse to be a man. And this is uh, every time it's it's amazing. It's really right. I, I, every morning, as you said, every morning, every the pray. I, I, you can... I, I feel so every day. It's, but for me, every day it's something else. Hi, hi, around the air. But uh, but hi, you're on the air. Hi, um, I just my class. She's all my muscles, so it's like. Yesterday we had a CM, and she was, and she cry babies for the CM, and she like kind of cut a girl off. So, like, cause she treated one fat baby for three necks, and me and another kid in my class told that she cut her off in Tavira. She was like, she wanted her, and then. And then she makes everybody in a bad mood, and we have games for recess. And our teacher, our Hebrew teacher, doesn't let us play. You could only play once a day. And the girl that got it four times in a row, and our girls were talented. It's not first, your second time playing. But I want to stuff. And I also wanted to play because I never got a chance to play. And oh, she's cutting everybody off. There's nobody she, that can really talk to her? Nobody can really talk to this kid? No, nobody. I'm, me and a girl in my class, like, our teacher is this notepad, and that you could correct her, basically. And, um, like, private stuff, and then she writes back. Me and a different girl wrote about that girl, and she said she's going to have to speak to them about it. She she can't let she can't explain herself and she she's really in a bad mood. We don't know what to do. Well, I first thing I would do is I I, I, I feel bad if there's some kid who has a whole life to live is in a bad mood. I feel really bad for them. And you know what? Some kids. Well, she's feeling in a good mood. She's making everybody in a bad mood. She makes everybody, everybody in a bad else. mood. Do you ever think does it does a teacher notice this? What grade are you in? I would go with a few friends and I would approach the teacher, but not from snitching. Say, Mora, we have a problem. We want to help this person. Because. She told our teacher, and our teacher said, she told that girl, stop playing. Okay, but you know what? I would ask the teacher, how, is, how can we help this person? How can we help this person with their problem? A lot of times kids don't realize that they're making everybody in a bad mood, and some adult or somebody needs to tell them. First thing I would do is I wouldn't 
I wouldn't get angry at them. I would like take an approach of how to help them because right now you're suffering, and but she's going to have a big challenge in life going on further in life. If she doesn't figure this out and learn this, it's going to be very challenging for her, okay? But she's having a good time nudging everybody. But it's, but it's, but it's and going to be... But guess what? Like worst time. But guess what? You're in third grade now. You don't have the courage to stand up to her. She's not going to get away with this in seventh and eighth grade, and then ninth she, and tenth grade. She's not. She's not going to do anything. She's not going to answer. She's just going to nudge her. But she's going. Someone should help her learn to stop. Someone should tell her that it's not so good. I think that that would be a big help for her if someone would tell her nicely. Listen, you know what? You don't realize it, but you're just not making any friends this way. Okay? And also, um, there's a girl I bought that she used to be my old school, and, like, everybody's, like, I'm about nudging her. She she walks around. You know You know what? She walks around, you know, like. You know what? That's like, everybody, like, uh, uh. Can I just tell you something? I think that, I think that. I want I want I want you to see what you could do, and see if you can help out this first girl, and see if it works. And it might give you some ideas for the second girl. Okay, so let's take my advice on the first girl, and see how that works. Because I think you have a very good eye. You see what's going on in your classroom. Let's see if you can, you know, start some helping going on in the class. Okay. Okay. Thanks for calling. Tell me, call me, and tell me what happens at the end. Okay. Okay. Bye. You know, I tell you that uh, the kids are very uh, sensitive and, very help, sensitive. and they would want to help other kids. And I would say that, first of all, help uh, yourself and be smiling, be uh, positive, and don't be sent, sound so right. sad. Right, right. That's goodbye. I missed that one. You're right. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. It's not fair. You know, kids, by English, they always make trouble. It's not fair. You know what? Hello. Hello. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't understand what the word fair is. Fair is a place you go on Ferris wheels and get cotton candy and stuff. Fair is. I, 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 I don't know. Fair. You mean it's not? It's not pleasant. It's not right. Could be, but I don't. I didn't entirely understand what you said because you were talking very, very. Uh, quickly, but and it's, not fair, and, and it's not fair that you're speaking so so quickly. <laughs> and you know what? I think we need to focus on what what we need to do, and then we probably won't notice what's fair and not fair. All right. But it's not fair. Just keep that bothering me. But I don't. I don't get the word not fair. I don't get the word. Fair means that I'm supposed Please, to I'm get. Making trouble English. I, 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 I don't. I don't understand. I, I I think that you're not really interested in listening. You want to talk. So. I, I think that when you say not fair, it really shows that you're not looking for a solution. Things are not fair in life. Fair is not, life is not fair. Life is what it is. That's, that's what it is. Hi, 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 you're on the air. Hello? Hi. Yeah, when kids like I said, I don't participate. It really bothers me. I'm sorry. Can you say that a little slower? I'm, I'm so sorry. I, she said I don't participate. The, the teacher says you don't participate? No, kid in my class. Why does the kid in your class care if you participate? No, but it bothers me. That's what she says about me. Well, first of all, is it is it a bad thing that you're not participating? Yeah. Why? Because I do participate. But, but I, I get that. I know you participate. But when she says that you don't participate, is she trying to say a bad thing about you? I don't know, but it bothers me. Okay. So... I, I I get that it bothers you, but it really shouldn't bother you if you know it's not true. What you need to think think to yourself is, I do participate, and this person has a perception problem or has a need to tell me something that's really none of her business. Why is she coming over to you and telling you that you're not participating? Mind your own business. And, and frankly speaking, look at the teacher. Don't look at me. If you know that you're participating, then... You're fine. If this person doesn't think you're participating, then they they, they have a perception problem. Yeah, but I don't want to hold everyone. Maybe I don't want everyone to think I don't participate. Maybe, uh, maybe but, that's what everyone thinks about me now. But participation is the type of thing that people huh? notice if you do or if you don't. 
And if you're participating, then people know you're participating. And if you're not, people know you're not. And since you are, you don't have to worry about it. And this person is clearly trying to get under your skin. And you need to not let that happen. The thing is like this. Does the teacher tell you you're not participating? No. So then that's the only one you need to worry about. That's... Uh let me jump uh, because I think that uh, we think that other kids in the classroom don't know that you not part that you participate. Well, I don't if, know. if if it's objective, if you participate, you don't have to be a toilet worry. And also, if, if even you don't participate, it's not it's not it's not nobody business except it's, uh, nobody's business. It's nobody business. But, but and if the kids, I'm that guy. You know, if you feel that somebody bother you about it. Said, okay, it's your problem. But you know what? You sound like a very intelligent girl. So I want to tell you something. I was a teacher for many years. Some kids are bopping up and down all day like, like groundhogs in class. They're participating. Then you have one kid who once a day will say a super intelligent thing that I, 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 that I, I loved what they said. And they're not the most vocal person in class, but as far as I was concerned, their participation was so much better and so much more important. So participation isn't doesn't mean being the loudest, most most vocal person in class. Sounds like you participate when you're supposed to participate, and you probably give good answers and you and you, you get involved, but you're not jumping up and down like you're at a baseball game. And if this kid wants you to be like that, that that's not who you are. Don't think that you have to be. Teachers don't judge it that way. It's not a matter of teachers. You have to judge yourself. What you don't, you, I don't think that it's not nobody business. If somebody care about if you're participant, it's their problem. It's not your problem, and you just but, give it away. You know. You know, Mendel Kaplan from from Philadelphia, he had diabetes and he couldn't couldn't stand up very well. So he was once at a show and he was sitting down for Kriyat Torah, and some guy who didn't know who he was, he was the Rashiva. Philadelphia yeshiva, he saw some guy sitting down. He walks over to me and says, by the way, the minig in this show is we stand up for Kriya Satyra. So Ramendel stood up in pain. After davening, he walked over to the guy and says, so where are you taking me for breakfast? This guy says, what? What do you mean? He goes, you're taking me for breakfast? No. He says, why? He goes, you're so worried about my ruchnias. I would think you're worried about my gashmias too. He says, I have nowhere, I have nowhere to eat, so take me to eat. If she's so worried about your participation, so you know what? <laughs> I, I think that you should, need not worry about it, okay? Yeah, okay, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Uh, you know what? Let, let's do this. Hello, you're on there. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi there. Um, I'm a kid in my class. He shakes my desk because my desk is a little bit shaky. And then I ask him to stop and he tells my rabbi on me. So first of all, you know what? I have a very good idea. If if your desk is a little shaky, you can bring in like two or three band-aids, put it on the bottom of the corner that makes it shake, and it'll stop shaking. Okay. Okay? Bye-bye. Okay, Thank you. Okay. I should be on if you can, I can. Yes. <laughs> I gave him a... <laughs> okay. Uh, I wanted to, to, to read the text from uh, Chicago, you know. Okay. And I think this is very, it's something that... Uh, uh, do I have it on my screen? I, I, first of all... Refresh. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't tell my teacher when someone bother me because they, they will call me a snitch. And I'm scared to ask questions in class because I think people uh, will laugh at me. Uh, and this is something that's uh, very important. I, I, would, I would love to get from you the, the you know, many kids I, feeling I, the same. I think that this is one of the biggest problems. And I think that, of course, first of all, when you tell a teacher something, okay, you have to be smart in how you tell the teacher. And if someone's bothering you, you must, must, must tell an adult. You are not allowed to go through life allowing people to bother you. And if somebody is bothering you and you're telling on that person to stop them from doing something that's hurting you, then that's not snitching. That's the furthest thing from snitching. Because A, 
you're protecting yourself and you have to, but B, you're probably saving that person's life because that person is going to get into deep trouble if they continue to do this. And the other thing is, the other thing is, what, what, what I, when, 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 if you felt, if you feel that kids are going to laugh at you in class, then that's, I'm very worried about that because that means that the class is not a nice class. And I'd be curious to know if that was ever an experience that happened or it's just something that you're feeling. If it's something that happens, and I'm sure the teacher would do something about it. If it's a feeling that you have, then I think that you could test it out and try, and you probably will be surprised because you're probably going to ask something that's good and you probably will not get laughed at. People are always afraid to take the risk. It's about that four-letter word, risk. Taking a risk is always scary. But you do it once, I would say do it once and see what happens. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I, I, I'm sure so. I'm sure so that how she write the, te- that how she write the text, it's very important so that you have confidence and she, uh, you, you can prepare the the answer in the house, and coming. And I tell you, you wasn't afraid. I was scared to death. I was, I very, was very devastated. You know, teacher, you know, starting start stuttering and start, you know, getting a black, you know, kind of blushing. I was like, but uh, we can we. But you, you know what? You, 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 every single life, it's every time you 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 go from first grade to second grade. You go right. You go go right to high school, from elementary to high school. You get. And that's part of life, you know. And, and and the truth is, learning. I I never, I I I I I I never ever ever had a problem with kids asking questions, even if it was a silly yeah. question. I had a huge problem. Kids that don't ask questions, a kid that doesn't ask a question, is always going to be losing. Yeah. Because yeah, no you know question. what, and you know something. Sometimes I, I I see sometimes some of the most intelligent people stop. Those ones in Rosh Hashiva was listening to someone tell a story. He stopped. He said, "Excuse me, I have to ask you a question. You may sound silly, but I don't understand." And the kid was asking a question about bowling. He says, I, "Could you explain to me how many pins there are?" And the kid wanted to like burst out laughing. He's asking about bowling pins. He says. It may be silly, but I need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Law by Shan Lamed. Lamed. That's right. English? Uh, this, uh, and the person who's shy cannot learn. Yeah, okay. That's Where? right. Okay. Hi, Hello. you're on the air. Yeah, hi. This is Relly. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. All, all I wanted to tell you, you have a uh, little uh, negative situation, having issues with the class or grades going on, behaviors going on. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't understand your question. Uh, you're having an issue with the uh, any uh, class I and mean, behaviors and grades. Um, am I? Y- yeah, because they, uh, I was listening to some kids. They were saying like they. Uh, I know sometimes that they're they're hard for them because they they have to to know they have to respect and then they have to learn how to they supposed to respect or disrespect to listen. Well, I think that I think that having issues in class is part of what teaching is about. And knowing how to deal with them is what the challenge is. And anybody that thinks that they're going to go into class and they're not going to have any issues, then they should be shoemakers. Because that's that that's, that's the job where you fix things. Teaching is a job where you build things. Okay, Srilly? Oh, okay. So thank, thank you also for... I want to tell you, thank you so much for everything that you put. Every... Every, every organization, what I, that's what I have. I, I want to tell Hashem that because the amazing we have, so all of you, they, I want to say thank you to Hashem. They gave me, giving me my special name that came from my grandfather. Your, and your grandfather's name was what? You saw. Um, my grandfather is Saba, and I mean, he had a father 
Yisrael Mordechai. That is a special name. Yisrael Mordechai is a beautiful saying, name. It's a beautiful name. And that's yeah, your name, Yisrael Mordechai? I don't want to thank Hashem for doing it for me. Yisrael Mordechai. It's really a pleasure really yeah. to have an organization where you come in, everybody comes in, to join that theme. It's always, always, you can make me continue more. Yisrael Mordechai, Tzadik. And I'm telling you, you're a tzaddik because you are a tzaddik. You have such a pure neshama because your neshama is screaming hakar satov. It's screaming thanks to Hashem. And you can't even imagine how much Hashem loves you. You can't even imagine because you're loving Hashem back. That is the most beautiful thing that I've, 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 I've heard in the longest time. You're a tzaddik. Yeah, and, every and, time I will always be flexible for always a mention that, but always. Because I, my father has generations because my father is 60. That is the big number. He, he got a birthday ready. Okay. But I may have asked him, Shana, Amen. Surely. My father got 60 years. That, that's how I got my special name from, for asking you, Rosh Hashiva. I want you to call as many times as you want, as often as you want, Surly. I'd love to hear from you. And also, don't forget, from now on, you're going to have a new special singer coming. will be me. Okay. You're going to have me with Yuri Carl, with me on the radio. Okay. You come anytime. And when you come into the station, I'll give you a big hug. Oh, okay. And I need to make arrangements to what day I should come. Okay, you know, we'll make arrangements. Call, call when we're off the air, okay? Okay, and also I want to tell you, I really love you. I love you too, Surly. Thank you for calling. You too. You're always a sweetheart. Text us. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Okay, you bye-bye. Yeah. That call yes. was a perfect call for me. Yes. I, I see the beauty of a neshama. So now let me tell you something. And I see the beauty of J Root Radio. Yes. Because which how many neshamot are rich like this? Ah. It, it is this is my I, my I, my joy. And you want to know something? This just goes to show you. This is the heart of J Root Radio. This is the heart of Claudia Stroll. Really, you wrapped us up perfect. And you know what? Hashem loves you so much. We love you. And when you, we thank Hashem, that, that is, that, then you've reached, then you've gotten to a higher level than some of the biggest geniuses in the world have gotten to. The biggest geniuses who can't be thankful are the biggest losers. The biggest losers. This is Simcha Cohen signing out. I want to thank everybody for a great show.